Welcome to All Autism Talk, connecting the autism community one podcast at a time. Our podcast offers friendly conversations with inspiring individuals in the autism community. All Autism Talk is brought to you by Learn Behavioral and the Learn Provider Network. Now here's your host, Richie Plush. Thank you so much for tuning in to All Autism Talk, brought to you by the Learn Behavioral Network uh, pro- leading provider of ABA services all across the country. I'm your host, Richie Plush. I know everybody is kind of in a flux right now, and everyone is in a a little bit of a change given COVID-19 and coronavirus, and hopefully you and your families are all safe and healthy and that it's not impacting you too, too much. Uh, we wanted to we wanted to provide extra resources as best as we can during this time, and so as a result, we're going to be providing more of these podcasts more frequently so that we can um, – allow for a little bit of support and, and give you guys some extra resources as best as possible. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by a very close friend of mine, Katherine Johnson, who I've known for several years. Um, Catherine, thank you so much for jumping in on this call today. So happy to be here. So first, I want to check, how are you? How's your family? Everybody okay? Um, we are doing well. My Both of my kids are, are not in school, so they're homeschooling with daddy and um I am trying to work from home, and you know it's it's not it's not quite all easy, <laughs> but um, yeah, working through it just like everyone else. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's such a crazy time. Like, there's some people are not working anymore because they're laid off, but other people's jobs are actually ramped up, and they're having to manage a household and a homeschool while they're still working. Um, Richie, I think you're someone whose job has ramped up throughout all of this. So yeah, what are you a, doing? How are you doing to cope? It's It's been a little bit busy just trying to make sure we get resources out to families and, and make sure that there's as much support as possible. Um, you know, as you know, we've been doing as much for telehealth as, as we can. And that sounds like an easy switch. Just go from in-person support and in-person therapy to telehealth. It's actually not as easy as it sounds. Um, and trying to juggle that plus... Uh, kids plus their home schedules plus my wife is working from home. It's we're all kind of in uh, separate bedrooms at any given time on a, on different laptops and different <laughs> devices to make sure we're all keeping up with what needs to get done. Um, it's 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 interesting how this is in, impacting everybody. And you know the thing I think about is in a time like this where there really is not a, a set set any kind of normalcy. What are things that families can be doing? Uh, to have some normalcy, to have a little bit of continuity from day to day? Oh, I think it's so important to, I mean, our, our normal routines are out the window, obviously, but I think it's so important for families to get some kind of a routine going um, where they can have some time during the day where everyone knows um, there's going to be some quiet time. There's going to be some alone time. There's going to be time during the day um, for homeschool activities and time during the day for fun activities. But if you don't have some kind of a a schedule, boy, I mean, we were just talking about how, you know, is it Friday? We don't know what day it is. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) It's so important to have that for kids, especially. So what we've done is we have an hourly schedule, and during that hour we have two activities. So so it may be uh, from 8 to 9, it's, you know, get ready uh, and eat breakfast. And we have a pretty set get ready routine in our house anyway, which really makes it great in the mornings before school. Our kids are pretty good about getting ready, but 
that's taken a while to practice. So now is a good opportunity for some, for some families who, who need that. Um, but then we do those two activities during that hour. And then the next hour it switches. Um, mm-hmm. And that, it also allows for them to build in, for us to build in a little bit of choice for family or for my clients, not clients, my kids. <laughs> um, build in a little bit of like, great, you want to do a puzzle or do you want to, you know, do you want to color? We're going to do a quiet activity for this time, but which of these quiet activities do you want to do? So my kids are a little bit older, and we're finding the choice piece is critical. So we're basically making a list of all of the things that need to get done in the day, um, and those would be homeschool activities and outside time and exercise and chores and all of that. And then we're allowing them to actually make their own schedule mm-hmm. throughout the day. And like we've had we have really good luck with it, actually. They're, um, they're definitely more bought in because they get to decide um, when things are happening. And, of course, we're, we're also making electronics um, contingent on all of this. So they're, they're not allowed to go on electronics until their schedule's done. So that, that's a, another little piece of motivation there. Yeah, there, there are two things you just said that I want, I want, to, I want us to chat about both. So choice-making, um, tell us a little bit more about some of the choices that you're offering, right? It sounds like you're letting them pick a little bit of their schedule. Why, why is that important for families, and, and what, what choices can they be offering? Well, it really depends on the age um, and, and the individual child. So my kids are 7 and 10, so they are a little bit older. They've got activities that they can do independently, Um, so we can give them, say a list of five different chores and say, you need to pick two of these chores. And they are just so much more motivated when they have, um, when they're empowered to say, I, I get to cross this thing off the list and I get to choose this other thing that I I enjoy doing. So we're doing that with chores, with activities, um, with games, with, uh, with academic activities, with outdoor activities, making sure that everybody gets some sunshine every day. Um, right. And they really like, they just feel empowered to, um, to choose what they want to do. I think it's so great. I mean, you know, what you're doing is allowing, allowing them to have a little bit of control over their day at a time where there isn't control, but also giving yourself a little bit of flexibility to say, all right, we're going to go outside, you know, we're going to get some sunshine, but it's not, it's, it, we don't have to go for a walk. We can go for a walk. We can uh, we can do jumping jacks. Uh, my neighbor's doing workout time in their backyard every day with their kids. Um, you know, we can sidewalk chalk is great. Like we're just going to be outside for X amount of time, assuming it's not raining or snowing wherever you are. Um, I think that's so important. It, it it really builds a lot of like ownership of the day for each of your each of your children, right? And that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Sometimes love to go out in the rain. So I think this, this has given us an opportunity to sort of look at our, our priorities and to say, you know, getting outside, we're not getting outside any other reason. We're not, we're not walking to school in the morning. Um, We don't have soccer practice. There is no lacrosse game. The only way we're going to get outside is if we make the decision to do it. And, um, and we're trying to make that decision in all, in all weathers. Yeah. No, that's a great, that's a great point. I mean, what better time to play in the rain than right now? (laughs) Right. Like I think (laughs) that, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, you know, go for a puddle walk and put on your rain boots and splash in every puddle if you can. I mean, (laughs) this is the perfect time to do something like that. And I think anytime you can, anytime you can make sure that your children are having fun, I think that's a, 
right now it's needed, right? They're, they're feeling the stress of it the same way we are, right? Their daily routines are different. And so I, so valuable for them to have that just moments to laugh, right? We got to, we got to make sure mm-hmm. we build those in too. So your That's kids great. are younger. I bet they, are they, are they bouncing off the walls? Do you need to, um, do you need to, to build in some time every day for exercise and how are you guys doing that? Yeah. So my kids are five and three. Um, and for a while, what we were doing is, uh, at my kid's school, there's a, a running club, um, at the school right by our house. Nice. And every morning, we would run a mile. And so I would go run a mile with my son and then drop him off. And um, sometimes I'd bring my daughter with, and then we'd drop everybody off at, you know, her off Mm -hmm. at daycare. And so, you know, I've noticed that they're a little bit antsy on days where we don't do that just because it's, that's, that's Mm -hmm. part of their usual routine. So we've started uh, adding a walk in the morning. It's not quite the same, but it's something that we can do um, before we sit down at our kitchen table and have, breakfast and before we start getting into the routines of work and whatnot. Um, it's something that like allows them to get some of the wiggles out um, and, and is really, really helpful. Also, there are actually a lot of, you know, dance videos and kids yoga and um, some exercise aerobics type things on like, you know, we found some on YouTube and on Amazon, um, on Amazon Prime, there are a couple of videos. So we've build yoga into our schedule every day, which, nice. is, which has been nice. It's kind of fun. It's like, oh, great. I get to I get to spend time just doing this. And it forces me to slow down a little bit. And like you said, remember remember the priorities in this time. Yeah. Have you ever tried Go Noodle? I haven't. It's an online program for kids to be able to do um, different a variety of different kinds of fun activities and exercises. Um, I think they actually use it at my children's school during times Great. when they're not allowed to go out to recess because it's too cold out. But oh, nice. it's a good free, free resource online. Yeah. That's one of the things I've been noticing a lot of, a lot of companies are putting out, you know, free materials for families. So definitely uh, wherever you are, do a Google search and we can, uh, we can work to compile a list of things as well. Um, I think that'd be really beneficial for people to just have, you know, here, here are 10 places that you can get books, you know, here are 10 places you can get online you know, videos or exercise materials or whatever it may be. I think that'd be great if we could do that. Um, I want to go back to something you said also. I think this is a really important point. Um, you said your, for, your, for your kids, electronics are contingent on them doing their chores or contingent on, on them, you know, completing some other routines. What do you mean by that? And can you explain that, how, you, how you've set that up for people? When I said that, I thought, oh, gosh, is that jargon? Oh, no. Um, so... <laughs> We're a jargon-friendly zone. It's okay. (laughs) It's your basic if-then. If you do, you know, if you eat your broccoli, you will get dessert. If you do your homework, then you can um, do FaceTime with your friends. So we have a schedule, and they've got, you know, five or six things that they need to do during the day. They've got to do a math activity. They've got to do a reading activity. By the way, the reading activity that my kids are loving the most is reading to our dog. Um, <laughs> okay. They've got to do a chore, some exercise, and um, they know not even to ask about um, the Xbox until all of those things have stars next to them, um, which usually takes them pretty much about about the uh, the length of a school day. And then you're tracking it on a on a chart. Did you write it out? They get stars or check marks? What? How does that? 
What does that look like? So we actually have a couple of different systems, but um, there's one that we just learned about. It's a free app um, called Privilege Points, and you can actually make a list of all the tasks that they um, that they need to do, and whether it's something daily or and. So then that way, my husband and I each have the app on our phone. So we can, if I'm with the kids, I can record their points on my app and it shows up in his phone. So it makes that coordination so much easier. So we can see mm-hmm. what they've done, what they still need to do, um, and, you know, all of the things that are sort of on the menu of exciting things to choose from once their, once their must-dos are completed. I think that's going to be so helpful for a lot of people, you know, just that piece you just said, the communication, right? You, you can set some expectations and your husband can know what was done, what was said, what, what your kids are earning or whatnot. I think that's going to help a lot. You know, I'm thinking about my wife and I, we're kind of alternating who's in a meeting at any given point. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, as I'm, you know, we have one room in our house that's kind of set up as like the quiet workroom. And so as I'm leaving the quiet workroom, she's walking into it and it's like, great. How'd the kids do? Oh, they did fine. They're working for goldfish snacks, whatever. And it's, but it's a one second thing. I think that's going to help the communication. I was going to say a five second thing, but one second. Wow. (laughs) I mean, it's probably, it's, it's probably a minute every, you know, yeah. Every now and again, I wave or we give each other a high five and give each other a little encouragement. Like you got this, we're making it. Um, we're making it through, but no, I like that. I mean, you know, what you're doing is you're, you're setting, you're, you're allowing them to earn the things that they want, right? That's, that's, we all work for some kind of paycheck, right? They need to be doing the same. And so if that is iPad time, if that is, um, you know, Xbox time, if it's a movie, if it's whatever it may be, um, they just need to do what, what you ask first. What kinds of things do your kids like to earn? Um, candy. <laughs> they love. Uh, they really like. They like candy. Um, but really, they're they're one of their big things is um, it's time with us, um, and it's also electronic time. Yeah. So we kind of we we build those things into the schedule throughout the day, and so we make it a point that they get time with both of us. We make it a point that they get time with just mom. They get some time with just dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my son the other day he said. Dad, I just don't feel like I'm getting enough cuddles with you. And I was like, okay, great. Let's Aww. schedule let's schedule some time. You know, we'll just cuddle for five minutes, at, you know, at different times. And it's like it, he needs it, and it's helping him stay at baseline, which is helping all of us stay at baseline and nice and calm. Um, but, I, you know, like I said, they're feeling the stress just as much. They're not seeing their friends. Mm-hmm. We tried to do uh, a Zoom chat with some of their friends, and they were at first really excited, and then when they saw everybody on the screen, it was a little overwhelming and a little bit, um, I don't know, my, I guess my son felt a little embarrassed, so he kind of shied away oh, from wow. it and was like, you know what, that's okay. He's never done it before, so we'll try it again, and we'll keep trying, you know, and, and kind of go from there. I love that he was able to come to you to tell you that he felt like he wasn't getting enough cuddles. Are you, how are you encouraging him to talk about his emotions and does he have any fears around what's going on right now? How is he handling it? Yeah, I mean, he does. So the other day he wasn't feeling good and he was convinced he had the virus. And so he was hiding under, he was hiding under a blanket because he didn't want to give it to anybody else. Really cute. Really sweet. Um, you know, one of the things that we've always done uh, with our kids, and this is something that, um, you know, it, it, for some people it's going to be easier than others, but we've always said you can talk to us about anything, and we make it a point to do a check-in with them. 
Um, so we kind of build in a check-in with them at three times a day. So in the morning, it's a quick check-in, and it's an individual one-to-one, hey, how'd you sleep? How you feeling? Are you okay? Kids have bad dreams. Kids don't sleep well all the time. They wake up, but, you know, all those types of things. So we do a check-in then. We usually do a check-in after school. How was your day? What did you learn? What was something good that happened? Um, you know, who did you play with? Those types of things. And then another check-in at night before bed. And so we've done that for so long that it's just kind of become part of our communication method now. And and if I, I if we don't get that, if we don't get that, then it's kind of like, wait, I feel like disconnected a little bit. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's, Dad, I'm good, I'm tired. And sometimes it's, you know, I wish I was on a rainbow. And I, I when I grow up, I want to be a unicorn. I mean, I mean, sometimes it's it's out there, but other times it's, um, it's really focused and like poignant about like I need more cuddles or I'm not getting this or I miss my friends or, or things like that. So just opening, you know, encouraging open communication. I think. I love that you've built that just into your daily routine. It's so important for kids to be talking about their emotions and to mm-hmm. be able to recognize it and communicate to other people what they're experiencing and what they need. And I think that your son's pretty young to be doing that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I, the other thing that we do kind of along those lines is we schedule, um, and, it, and it's been a little bit more flexible now, but we still try to schedule just 20 minutes of time where we're just playing. Um, just mm-hmm. me, you know, my wife and I being in their world, right? If if you want to play Play-Doh, we'll play with you. If you want to do coloring, we'll color with you. If you want to, my uh, my daughter likes to play a uh, baby where um, she, where we're all babies and she's, the mommy and so we're all you know in different stages of needing <laughs> bottles or having tantrums or what, whatever it may be oh, um it. and we play that but like it's just a chance for us to really be in their world and you know we're built we're the the goal really is not <laughs> to sit on the floor and play baby for a whole long time but the goal is just to spend time with them building a relationship with them maintaining a relationship with them um and, and you know if it's video games, great. If it's coloring, great. If it's playing baby, great. Uh, whatever it is, just that 15, 20 minutes a day really goes a long way. Oh, that's wonderful. So a question for you. This is like, this is stressful for everybody. Everyone's kind of having a hard time. How are you mm-hmm. taking care of you? How are, how are you making sure that your self-care is a, is a priority? And how are you making sure that like you're healthy and sane and all that's happening? Oh, I don't know if I'm doing a great job of it, but... I am I definitely, <laughs> <laughs> um, my husband and I, when we remember, we try to um, schedule times throughout the day where one of us takes the kids so the other one's able to exercise. So we actually just got back from a bike ride, um, which was sort of stressful getting out the door and, you know, doing what we needed to do and getting back in time um, to get on to record the podcast. Right. But um it was really, I was, I was so grateful that I did it. It really cleared my head. Um, and I think, have you tried um, connecting with people via FaceTime and all yep, these yep. Google Hangouts? Right. I mean, you know, I've been using uh, FaceTime. There's an app called Google Duo I've been using. And then mm-hmm. I use Zoom with some of my other friends. Yeah. I, I did a Zoom conversation with some friends on Wednesday. And, uh, at first I was like, man, I don't really want to do this. I don't want to be on camera. I don't. And then I got on and it was a half an hour, 45 minute meeting with about Mm -hmm. 10 of my friends. And it was just like, we all needed this and we were all just laughing and enjoying each Mm -hmm. other's company, but it was so neat. I didn't realize how much I had 
one, miss seeing more people than yeah. I use, than I am right now, but also how much I miss seeing them and just having a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what's been so helpful for me, actually, with even, even with all of these sort of like newfangled um, technology and video technology, the thing that has really kept me going is uh, a simple text chain that I'm on with about four colleagues. Because I think, you know, everybody's going through such different things. Everyone has, you know, everyone's world has been rocked in different ways. And being in touch with people whose lives are sort of have been rocked in the same way that mine has, where we're dealing with, um, you know, our jobs ramping up because we are trying to get families the services that they so desperately need. Some families need more services um, than they had before. We're trying to make sure that our staff are feeling comfortable and safe and, and connecting with other people who are sort of in that same world has been really valuable. Just a text chain. There are five of us. We text throughout the day. Sometimes it's questions for each other. Sometimes it's venting. Sometimes it's really silly memes um, just to make each other <laughs> laugh. Um, we make sure to tell each other when we have messed up. And it's a really supportive network. And I think, um, I think finding, those, finding those folks who are kind of in the same world as you are right now um, is important. So if people have been laid off, sort of, you know, having that constant connection with other people who have been laid off or families who have kids with autism who are usually in a day program, suddenly at home all day, every day, you know, having, having some kind of a way of connecting with other people in that space, um, I think is really useful. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, that, I mean, just that human, human connection, I think is so important. And I, I think a lot of people are switching to different means of communication, right? Um, video text, yeah, you know, but still picking up the phone and having a conversation, I think is really beneficial. That still mm-hmm. is just nice to hear somebody's voice. Um, you mentioned you have a lot of fam. We have a lot of families that are switching to, more more telehealth and more video type services uh, at a time where mm-hmm. they really where they really need them right I mean normally mm-hmm. a lot of our clients are in school for you know the entire school day um, what's that, is there is there like anything that we should be talking to families about is there something we should be giving them advice on as they're using more of the telehealth or video conversation model um, I think it's really important that that folks are talking to their clinicians because we're all learning this together, really. Um, it's, it's a quick, it's a quick pivot for most people mm-hmm. there. I know that this was something that a lot of people were not anticipating. And so it's important that we're talking to each other to say what's working, what's not working, um, what's helpful. I, have been talking to some BCBAs who have already started doing telehealth and I'm really excited by what I'm hearing. It seems like a lot of parents are thrilled that they're able to get sort of shorter, more frequent sessions for their parent training or parent education, um, which seems to be a really, a really good model for a lot of folks. Um, and I actually, I heard a story that was, was very interesting um, there's a BCBA that I know who was introducing a new 
therapist to one of her families. And the therapist was in person, and the BCBA had to be um, joining via telehealth. So they did the supervision via telehealth, and then at some point it was time for the supervision session to be over. However, what the BCBA did, since it was this woman's uh, first time in the home, is that she technically ended her supervision session, but she didn't log off. So that she was still there, she was, you know, doing her email or writing reports or whatever, but her Zoom session was still open, and that way the new ther- she was available for that new therapist to bring her back in, draw her back in for questions, um, and she could also be sort of listening to the session happening in the background as she was doing her other work. And I thought that was just a, a, a really clever idea and something that made the therapist feel more comfortable probably made the family feel more comfortable. Um, And it was just a a wonderful way for that BCBA to kind of be more available in a way that she wouldn't have been able to, um, to be in, in our regular in-person model. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so tricky because normally you can just, you know, if the, if the BCBA is in the room or if, you, you know, the supervising, whoever's supervising the, you know, the program is there to, kind of guide a little bit, you can just reach over and say like, Hey, excuse me, I have a question or you, you know, something like that. But if they're not there, we have to get a little bit creative and instead mm-hmm. of, instead of waiting for it to happen, we have to make, we have to make time for those things to happen. So it's good to, yeah. you know, it's really good. Um, whether you're a parent or a clinician, build the time at the end of session to just check in. How, how are things going? Are there things we didn't talk about that we need to talk about? Um, what else, you know, with all of this, I imagine we're going to see different behaviors that we haven't seen. Either we haven't mm-hmm. seen them in a while or maybe they're, they've come back from a time, you know, where we had things under control. Um, and so I think it's good to just schedule that time to, you know, yeah, okay, we've gotten through the, the part we needed to get through. Now let's just check in and make sure human to human, person to person, how's it going? What else can we be doing to help? I think that's so important for people. Yeah, and there are going to be things about telehealth that are going to be fantastic, and there are going to be challenges that we encounter that we're going to need to troubleshoot. Um, you know, I've, I've heard of some kiddos, you know, seeing themselves on screen in the telehealth session. It can be distracting. You oh, know, distracting. it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, there's, you know, there are pictures right there. Um, right. They're all cute kids. <laughs> all the kids we work with are adorable. <laughs> right. They recognize their adorable selves. And, um, you know, it's going to take some time for them to sort of like, you know, for that to, to not be novel anymore so that they can just ignore right. it and, and, and go on with things. Right, right. Yeah, and so, I, you know, definitely encourage families and clinicians, make sure you know, try to get to know all the ins and outs of your devices and your technology. Um, you may have to get creative a little bit and, and experiment a little bit, but that's okay. I think given the time that we're in, I think it's okay to say, Hey, this isn't working with this setup. Let's try it. Let's move. Let's move an iPad over here so you can see it from a different angle. Let's put it, you know, over here so it's out of reach or whatever it may be. I think being creative and problem solving together is going to really what is really going to be what makes this work. Mhm. So I wrote an article on telehealth, um, and parents can actually get it at learnbehavioral.com/backslash/parentresources. Great. And there are a lot of other resources on there as well. Um, other blog posts, podcasts, videos. So parents should Perfect. check that out if they're interested in telehealth. Definitely. And also um, on that website, I think there's a there's an opportunity to sign up for our emails that are going to be going out. Um, 
you know, like we said, I think at the top of the show, there's going to be more frequent podcasts coming out, some videos, um, more things available, more resources for families. So definitely check that out. Catherine, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Um, looking forward to doing this again in the very near future. I think this was really helpful and um, we just appreciate your time and your insight. Thanks. Same here. It was great to talk to you. Glad you guys are all healthy and safe at your house. Yep. You too. Stay healthy, stay safe. Talk to you soon. Thanks everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, really appreciate you guys being here. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at, at autism therapies. Um, as we mentioned during the show, you can sign up for a, a newsletter at learnbehavioral.com backslash parent resources. And if you have any ideas uh, for shows or for topics coming up, we'd love to hear them. Uh, send us an email or any feedback at allautismtalk at learnbehavioral.com. Thank you all so very much. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of All Autism Talk. This podcast is brought to you by Learn Behavioral, the leading network of providers serving children with autism and other special needs. Visit us at learnbehavioral.com. Listen to previous episodes at allautismtalk.com on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All Autism Talk, connecting the autism community one podcast at a time.